This is Wednesday, October 18th. How are we going to do that? That's what a couple asked me when I was working with them, helping them prepare for marriage. They'd both come to faith in Jesus, but living faithfully with each other, well, that was something they'd never seen before. Neither of them had ever seen a healthy marriage. The man had grown up with his mother only. He'd never known his father. The woman's parents divorced, and then it seemed that there were a parade of men streaming through her mother's life. This couple had no experience with marriage, especially with a healthy marriage. Now, it's also true that many parents report this challenge. They've never seen healthy parenting. Where they grew up was unhealthy. The father was absent, or perhaps their mother was overwhelmed. Now they don't feel equipped or capable to pull it off themselves. They have little idea of how to be parents. How's it going to happen? We're going to look at some unlikely scripture text for today, Exodus chapter 33, verse 12 to 14. Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. And the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Now we've stepped into the aftermath of one of the most painful scenes for the people of God. When Moses went up the mountain to receive the law of God, the people made a golden calf. They worshiped that idol and offended God who had saved them from their slavery in Egypt. And they did other unspeakable things. Now when Moses returned to the camp, he was furious God was also angry and told Moses that he would be on his own in leading the people. God would destroy them if they remained unfaithful. Now, all of this sounds so harsh and unhealthy. But Moses fell on his face before God and pleaded with him. He said, I can't lead these people. They're your nation and they're a mess. I can't do it. Who are you going to send with me? How is this going to be possible? Moses had no idea how to lead the children of Israel. They were stubborn, stiff-necked. He knew he couldn't pull it off. How often do parents also come to the end of themselves? I hear from mothers who feel immense pressure to turn out successful and God-honoring kids. They often feel like they're failures. They struggle to keep, parents struggle to keep their own lives together. They wonder how it's possible when just getting through another day is all they feel they can do. I also speak with fathers who want good things for their kids, but they also feel spread too thin to be effective with their children. Their desires are good, but often their follow-through is lacking. They live with the guilt of it all. Moses' response to the challenge before him was to plead with God for God's presence. He knows without God, it just won't work. And I think this is a good place to begin today. 
We cannot produce in our children the very things we want to see. We cannot do it because we cannot save them. Of course, we did not save ourselves. God did. The gospel is such good news for us. If we needed to be rescued to have life, that now informs all that we do as parents. We must learn to rely on Jesus. I remember taking time with each of my children individually a few years back, and I asked them if they could change anything about me as their father, what would it be? Let me tell you, it was humbling to hear what they had to say. It was painful to listen. Now as I look at them, I realize that God showed up. God made the difference. Now that doesn't give us an excuse for not showing up ourselves. It challenges us even more knowing how important what we do as parents really is. But it also gives us a greater awareness of the truth that our children need the grace of God. Our children need Jesus at every turn. I think Moses did the right thing crying out to the Lord. As parents, this is what we do, and we do so often. We fall on our faces before God. We cry out for his presence, his grace, and his love to be poured out on our children. Let me tell you what happened to Moses. The Lord committed to accompany them. He promised his presence. He did not leave Moses to lead the people alone. Now, did that solve all the problems? (laughs) Not even close. But it meant that Moses had the support that he needed. It meant that he knew that it didn't all depend on him. It meant that the people had a different future, one joined to the very purposes of God. And that's what we want for our children. This is so encouraging for mothers who offer their best, but also learn that they must continually rest in the grace of God. They know they're not alone, but that God is also at work in the lives of their children. It removes from them the sense that everything depends on on them. And this is such good news for fathers who want to support and encourage their children. They can seek the face of God to do in their children what they could never bring about as their parents. And this really is the gospel. Let's pray. Lord God, we've given ourselves an impossible task. We expected we could create life for our children. Only you can do that. We do as Moses did. We cry out for your saving presence in their lives. We pray for your mercy and your grace. Help them, help us to see Jesus. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.